Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Joanna Coles is the former editor-in-chief of Cosmopolitan, now the chief content officer of Hearst Magazines. More important for our purposes, she's the author of a brand new book. It's called Love Rules, How to Find a Real Relationship in a Digital World. Joanna, is it love rules, as in here are rules for love, or is it Love rules. Well, great question, Michael. Uh, Thrilled to be with you. It's both. It's a play on it, but it's really 15 rules to find love in what is a very challenging landscape for people. As we know, digital has disrupted everything. It's also disrupted our relationships, how we meet people. There are many more opportunities to connect with people, but it's still quite hard to get to know people. And it's a book for anyone at any stage and any age of the dating game, people looking for love. You say uh, it's a diet book of sorts for love. And if I use the I think diet, I think weight loss, I think fitness, I want a fitness instructor who's ripped. 
Are you ripped in this category? <laughs> well, the reason that I call it a diet book is because love and food have an enormous amount in common. We can't live without them. We have huge appetites for both. And yet, just as there is junk love, there's also, just as there is junk food, sorry, there's also junk love. And we uh, know when we go to Costco that the aisles are heaving with options in the way that dating apps now, which many, many people use and can be a great way to connect with people, are also heaving with options and you need to find the fresh produce aisle. And I use the analogy of food because women spend an enormous amount of time thinking about calories and whether or not they're putting on weight. And if you think of relationships as using up your emotional calories, you can then figure out, is this person worth my spending the calories on, worth my spending the time and the effort on, and are they going to spend the effort back on me? You write in the book that you can, I, I'm, I'm not letting you off the hook that easy, though. You write in the book that you've consulted psychologists and social scientists, anthropologists and doctors. But on the jacket, I read the book, by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But on oh, the good. jacket, on the jacket, all it says is, quote, she lives in New York. Come on. Are, are you an authority or not? Well, I spent uh, six years at the, as the editor of Marie Claire, and I spent four years as the editor of Cosmo. So I've talked to hundreds of women. I didn't want to make it a personal book, but as you asked me the question, I have two teenage sons, and I have been married for 16 years. My older son is 19, so you do the math. Um, <laughs> but this is not a personal book about me. It's really about the young women and the older women I talked to who felt frustrated in their love lives. These were very successful women uh, who just felt that they weren't finding men that they could have meaningful relationships with. And I think in the, in the Me Too era and the Time's Up era, women feel they're supposed to do everything for themselves and they worry that it's retro to say out loud, actually, I'd quite like to meet someone and have kids with them. Uh, it feels very Aussie and Harriet, very 1950s to, to admit that you might want that. And in the book, I have lots of exercises for people to try and figure out what they actually want. Because once you know what you want, you can be much more directed about using digital apps. You can be much more focused on, on finding someone to share everything with. And love is the stuff of life. It's the stuff that makes us feel alive. And I want it to feel fun for people, not a chore. And what I was hearing as I listened to people um, was that it's become this kind of chore, it's frightening, and it's definitely not fun anymore. And, and that sucks because love should be a really important part of one's life. And if you actually look at all the studies about longevity, other than your DNA, your love relationships, who you love and who loves you back, is the single most important thing for living a long and happy life. And I know the book talks so much about technology. You write the landscape has changed so radically in such a short period of time. In fact, I'm, I'm long out of the game, but I read the book and I thought, I don't think I could compete in this environment. I would need to be much more technologically sophisticated than I am. But here's the question I want to ask you. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Ready to set off on your captivating journey into the botanical world? NYBG's brand new online education program, Plant Studio, offers bite-sized courses tailor-made for you to pursue your passion as a budding plant person. Guided by professionals, dig into gardening, 
botany, floral design, landscape design, and more. Grow your skills with online learning your way. Register at nybg.org. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. But here's the question I want to ask you. Uh, Has easy access to pornography become an impediment to relationships today? It's a great question. And I do think the ubiquity of porn online, especially on your cell phone, uh, has impacted how men and women relate to each other, their expectations, and actually how they behave in the bedroom with each other. Uh, I think it's become our default sex education, which is a problem. And American schools are particularly bad at educating people around sex, even to the point of how is actually a baby conceived. Only 13 states have it mandated that it needs to be medically correct information that kids actually get. And I think that men have different expectations of women when they spend a lot of time on porn. And, you know, porn is is not real sex. And I really stress that in the book. Porn is developed for the camera. Uh, And so sex in the bedroom doesn't always work to produce something that's camera friendly and great sex is about great communication and that's hard to achieve on the first night that you meet each other and I talk a lot in the book about both porn which I'm not anti-porn I'm just anti it as 
a default for sex education. Um, and I talk a lot about alcohol. And one of the other things that became really clear from talking to hundreds of women and hundreds of experts or dozens of experts, I should say, um, was the amount of alcohol that people feel they need before they can get naked with someone. And actually sober sex, if, if people have had sober sex, they know it for the most part, it's actually much better than drunk sex. And there is certainly nothing empowering about waking up the next morning in a stranger's bed, wondering what happened the night before. And I worry that we've sold women this idea that it's somehow fun to go out and get absolutely smashed or blackout drunk with your friends in a big group. Uh, but it's really not empowering to go out and get drunk and wake up with someone and you, you don't know even if you've been sexually assaulted. And one Between one in three and one in five women say that they've been sexually assaulted. And 50% of sexual assaults take place with alcohol. So one of my challenges in the book is, can you have sex with this person sober? Try and have sex with this person sober. It's a great way to A, communicate properly and B, figure out if you really like them. And isn't one of the drivers of what you're talking about the fact that young men are conflating pornography with real life? They've, they've yes. seen it. They've seen it on their iPhone and they think that's what they're entitled to. Yes. I mean, we talk to you. I, I think that this is a problem for young men, too. I think uh, I mean, we talk in the book, actually, to someone called Gail Dines, who's a uh, who's done a lot of research around uh, porn and the impact of the ubiquity of porn on teenagers. And she says there's a lot of shame around young men who feel that they can't live without it. Uh, and young women feel, I think, that if they go out on a date with someone and they don't put out that evening, then in a sense they're competing with porn because the young men just go back to their rooms, their dorm rooms or their apartments and just log into Pornhub. And so this is not the ideal way to begin a great relationship with someone. You use the word date. I'm a product of an era when I can remember picking up the telephone and calling her house, being scared to death that the old man was going to answer because I would have to talk my way through him in order to get to her and, and actually have something called a date. But I've got three sons. They seem to get it all done with their thumbs on a smartphone, and there's no social skill involved in that. What, what happens when later in life, you know, they need to present themselves, for, for, forget relationships and sex, just in the real world? Technology has changed everything, is my point. Well, technology has changed everything. And as it purports to love, what actually happens is a lot of people now meet each other on dating apps. And dating apps are fantastic. And the book is not remotely anti-digital. It's about how you use a dating app and how you make a dating app a tool in your arsenal to, to find someone. Uh, but one of the things I also discovered was that people spend an enormous amount of time texting each other and it can be great fun texting someone and it can be flirty and funny and witty and clever, but they would invest an enormous amount of time in texting someone before they'd even talk to them on the phone and certainly before they've met them in real life. And what happens, and we have a brilliant cyber psychologist that we quote in the book, Mary Aitken, who's done a lot of studying around how people behave on digital devices and about communication in a computer-mediated world. And she says that, that what happens is people think that they're communicating and think that they know the person on the other end of the text exchange, and of course they don't. And in the gaps that there are inevitably in those conversations, people put in their own ideas, often positive attributes of what these people are like. 
And then eventually they meet them in the flesh and inevitably, almost always, or not always, but very many times they are disappointed. Sure. I don't... I don't remember whether you wrote it in the book or whether you said it to Maureen Dowd, because I, I, I it was one or the other as I was doing my read in on Joanna Coles. And I'm paraphrasing, but you said that another impact of technology and the sort of communication you're now describing is that people go from zero to 100 immediately. Well, here's the, here's the rub of it. Relationships are difficult. Telephone conversations are difficult. They're awkward. You talk over each other. You can't hear what the other person said. You say something and then you go into the fetal position because you think it sounded <laughs> ridiculous. Your voice suddenly shoots up an octave or it goes down an octave. It's really hard. Relationships are hard. You know, you're not sure if you're going to have eye contact with someone. And so people retreat into their phones, I think. It's easier for people. And then you get out of the habit of doing it and you lose the fun and the excitement and the warmth of communicating with someone in real life. And that definitely impacts how we behave in, in offices too. And there isn't a boss who hasn't said to one of his staff, I can't believe you texted him. He's sitting in the next cubicle. Why don't you just go and talk to him? And it's just, we, we like the element of control in electronic communication, but it comes at a price. Do you think that the, you made reference to the hashtag MeToo movement. Do you think this era is, is going to be uh, problematic for relationships? Is it going to make people gun-shy in the workplace, which, frankly, is where so many marriages were born? Yes, and isn't work so much more fun when you have an office flirtation? <laughs> um, I think that it's going to make people more careful, and that's not a bad thing. We know that for many, many women, the workplace hasn't actually worked as effectively as it should have done. So I think this great reckoning is actually very exciting. And if it makes men a little bit more careful about their behavior, I think that's a good thing. Hey, I'm not giving away all of it for free, but you do say get a notebook. What am I writing in my notebook for this project? Well, we're all obsessed by collecting data at the moment, and I think it's a good idea to collect data on your own behavior. Most people don't want to spend the time with a therapist. They haven't got the money for a therapist. They don't need a therapist. But if you actually keep a reasonably regular journal or you just talk into your cell phone and keep notes on your own behavior, after three months or after six months or even a year, you can begin to identify patterns. Do you go for the same kind of person? Do you have a pattern of behavior if you meet someone online and how does it end up and that way you can start shifting the way that you behave to get nearer to what you think you want and I ask people to put in a bit of work thinking about what it would be like if they were dating themselves is there a reason that they're single are there aspects of their own personality that they might want to tone down or play up um, what would it be like to date yourself and what are your patterns of behavior? And there is no better way than tra of tracking that than keeping notes. I, final question. I think when guys see the book with the print on, is that your thumbprint on the uh, on the cover, by the way? It's not actually my thumbprint, but it's a beautiful cover <laughs> of two thumbprints in the shape of a heart. And I do love it. OK, but speak to guys and tell them there's something in this for them. Well, I would love people to know that this is for men and women. It's for all relationships and it's for all ages and stages. Love is hard and I want it to be fun for people and I want people to live big lives and increase their real life social networks because that's the way you meet 
meet someone. When you come back, you're going to tell me on a different day whether Cosmo really did have all those sex tips in it. Because I'm one of the guys at the supermarket checkout line, and I'm tempted to pick it up and flip through it and try and glean a little insight, but I never did. Michael, what stopped you? Of course, you should pick it up. Next time, next time you're in Walmart, go straight to find Cosmo, and then you can tell me what you think. And then you can tell me if any of the sex tips work for you. Love rules or love rules. How to find a real relationship in a digital world. Hey, Joanna, thanks for bringing the personality. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. That's Joanna Coles, ladies and gentlemen. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program. Weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.